and happy Easter. This is your host, Liz Rozier. On this week's episode of the Greatest Food on Earth podcast, we will be discussing Epcot and the trend known as drinking around the world. Opened in October 1982, Epcot is the ultimate playground for adults. Epcot is so great because it has 11 country pavilions, and each of these pavilions has unique food and drinks which are authentic to the country. They also have staff from these countries, so it makes the experience so authentic, and it turns from a day of drinking to a huge experience, and it's amazing. Um, So the drinking around the world trend has become kind of a challenge where people go to Epcot and they buy an alcoholic drink at each of Epcot's 11 pavilions. So this November, I actually attempted this drinking around the world challenge with my mom. So instead of doing like the traditional drinking around the world challenge, like which I'll talk to you about today, we actually kind of did like a mixture of drinking around the world. And then we also drank more at Epcot's Food and Wine Festival, not to get like completely off topic, but I love Epcot's Food and Wine Festival. If you are any kind of foodie, you love alcohol, if you love Disney Basically, if you just love food in general, you have to go to the Epcot Food and Wine Festival. They have gourmet wines and food samples and craft beer um, that are local and also from around the world that you can really only get at this festival. And it is amazing. They have wine and cheese, wine and chocolate pairings. They have wine and like cheese soup from Canada and different French pastries that pair with wine. And it is amazing. So if you love wine and you love food, this is a must-do. So anyways, so when my mom and I went to Drink Around the World slash Food and Wine Festival, we had a blast, and it inspired me to make this podcast. I was going to try and make a blog, but I feel like you can't even write how amazing going to Epcot is and doing the Drinking Around the World. So when my mom and I went, we actually stayed at the Beach Club Hotel. So if you do plan on drinking around the world, you should definitely try and stay at the Beach Club Hotel or the Yacht Club, it is a must-do. You're able to walk from the hotel through the back of the Epcot, like by the France and the United Kingdom and Canada pavilion areas. So then after you spend the whole day drinking, you're easily able to just walk back to your hotel room, which made this day turn into an amazing experience. We didn't have to worry about monorail or a bus or even driving, because driving is almost impossible after drinking all day and having a blast. And while Disney does provide the monorail and the buses, it's just so much nicer just to be able to literally walk less than five minutes to your hotel. So, like I said earlier, today's episode is about drinking around the world and my favorite Epcot drinks and my favorite Epcot food. Um, so, drinking around the world is consists of buying a drink at each of the 11 country pavilions. And 11 countries, you say, that is a lot. And it is a lot, but normally the Epcot Pavilion opens at 11 and close, 11 a.m. and closes at 9 p.m., which is great. It gives you a really large window to drink all the drinks, so it's not like you have to like, drink and rush and you're able to really enjoy the drinks. So there are like three traditional drinking around the world options when you purchase the drinks. So you can either do like all cocktails, all beer products, or kind of a combination of both. Um, when I went that day, like I said, I didn't do it traditionally because I did drink wine as well. But for me, when I drink around the world, I chose to do cocktails only. I am such a cocktail person. I'm not a beer person. So my preference is cocktails, so I stuck with them. But I know plenty of people who have done beer, and I know plenty of people that have done a combination of both and have loved it all the same way. So for me, I found it better to stick with cocktails. So 
you're in Epcot, you're at the pavilions, and you think, where should I start? This is huge. I have no idea where to start. So you can either start at the Mexico Pavilion, or you can start at the Canada Pavilion. They're on the opposite sides of each other. I have tried both, because um, I go to Epcot all the time. But for me, starting at Mexico is actually the best. The drinks are more familiar in Mexico, so it's like an easy way to like start a refreshing drink or refreshing day. So I always start in Mexico and end in Canada. So the cocktails at the Mexican Pavilion are the perfect way to start your day of drinking. So for me, my personal favorite is the avocado margarita from La Cava del Tequila. Sorry if I pronounce these wrong. I just love the drinks, and I'm not totally sure how to pronounce the names, but I love the drinks, and so will you. So, like you say, an avocado, an avocado margarita, like, what is in that? So, this drink contains tequila and fresh avocado and liqueur, and it has agave nectar and fresh lime droops, and it's served frozen. And I love frozen drinks, so for me, this is the perfect way to start my day. It's so smooth, too. It's, like, such an easy drink. It's so refreshing. It is an amazing way to start your day. So I love it. It's right right when you walk in to the Mexican Pavilion. It's right there. It's quick service. It's not too expensive. Um, it's awesome. The drinks range for about $10 to about $15. So it's not too expensive. And it's a great way to start your day. And I love it. And it's so smooth, so refreshing. I love it. So normally when you're drinking around the world, halfway through... Um, you normally end around in America, the American Pavilion, and you pass by the Chinese Pavilion, um, all of that great stuff. And you're kind of past the German Pavilion, you're by the Italian Pavilion. And by the way, I'm not going into complete detail, but if you are a wine drinker, the Italian Pavilion is amazing. And if you're a beer drinker, the German Pavilion has the best beer. They have like kind of a mini like beer garden where they have like all kinds of German beers and they have bratwurst. And if you are like me and love German and love German culture and German history, it is amazing. But like I said, you're halfway through your drinking around the world day and you end up in the American Pavilion. So you're going to Epcot and if you're like me, you're like the American Pavilion. I live in America. Um, what kind of drinks are they going to have that I already haven't had? And I was the same way. I was like, I'm just going to get a crappy draft beer um, any like that. And I was not too excited. But I was reading some blogs online before I went, and I was so surprised at how delicious the drinks were in the American Pavilion. I was drinking my way, and I found two drinks that I thought were absolutely delicious and, like, could not get enough of. The first one is the Frozen Minute Maid Lemonade, which has um, absolute vodka and frozen Minute Maid. And also, I loved the Mango Star which consists of mango puree and star African rum. And both of these can be found at the refreshment outpost. In the middle of the day, I was starting to feel so tired, but these drinks gave me the refresh I need to keep drinking. My mom and I split both of these drinks, and it let me like really discover how great they tasted. So I was so, so, so excited. So you're drinking, you go past France, and you go past Morocco, and you're on the home stretch, and you're going to end in Canada. For me, Canada is actually one of my favorite um, pavilions. Not only do they have that beautiful show about Canada, they also have great restaurants, and they have a great steakhouse, and they have such a beautiful architecture. It's actually beautiful, and I am in love with that pavilion. And I'm also in love with the drink that I can find there, and it is awesome. So, my favorite drink there is the Ottawa Apple, and it has Crown Royale Maple Whiskey, and it has apple infusion and cranberry juice. 
if you love and i love apple um and this is actually delicious i love crown royale it is great it's the perfect end of the day so it is just the perfect way to end your drinking around the world day so yeah you finished drinking around the world and it is absolutely great but why i've totally been talking about all my favorite drinks i forgot my favorite place to go throughout all of epcot and the best 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 place to go is the rose and crown pub so the rose and crown pub is located in united kingdom pavilion which is like right before canada so this will be like right before you'll get that delicious ottawa apple and it is amazing they have like a dining room and then they also have the rose and crown pub both are great but i love the rose and crown pub because i just love the atmosphere i am a young college student i'm about to graduate i'm young and i just love its atmosphere i love the bar atmosphere i love standing in front of the bar and ordering drinks and that is what the rose and crown pub does it makes you feel so old and sophisticated while you're at disney which is like really thought of as kind of like a kid young place when you're there you really i don't know feel young you feel excited i just love it there so they have so many drinks they have wines they have lagers they have ales they mix like ales and they mix beer um it's really awesome but i went um about a month ago and i tried the prim's cup which has prim number one in sprite and like you i was like what is prim number one i have never heard of any alcoholic beverage that is prim number one so like the best way i can describe it is it kind of has like a tastes like gin and it has herbs and spices and the prims number one has sprite in it and they put like fresh fruit um so it kind of tastes a little like sangria with the fresh fruit a little bit where you can like eat the fruit after you've drank it and it has that still taste of the alcohol in it and it's actually delicious and i love it so i've never had it until i went besides that and it has the greatest atmosphere and i actually love going there so talking about all these drinks makes me want to go grab a glass myself and i am so excited for next year's food and wine festival and they announced the dates so if you are a foodie like me and you love this podcast and you're like oh liz i have to go the dates are around october and november um and they start like late september and it's amazing you can drink around the world and you can get wine so like i said talking about this makes me want to go and i'm so excited make sure though because drinking around the world is an awesome and a fun experience but please remember to be safe and drink water in between the drinks I know how hot Florida can go, especially if you decide to go the summer and the spring, even early fall. It's so hot in Florida. So make sure to drink water and also make sure that you know that those drinks can really hit you hard with the heat. And it's the drinks are so great. They are such have quality alcohol in them. It's okay to sit down and enjoy your drink. Take your time. Don't feel like you have to rush because you have 11 countries because I promise you have plenty of time. So thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast. Next episode, we'll be discussing Disney Springs and all of its amazing new food and drink options. So thank you so much for listening, and I cannot wait to have you tune in next week.